Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we're back, Mm -hmm. and we are uh, doing our podcast here in Taos, New Mexico, and we left Roslyn... Roswell. Roswell, thank you, and uh, left Roswell this uh, probably about five hours ago, four hours ago. Here's the proof. Yeah, we have proof of the postcards. Remember, we're doing the podcast, and we're actually streaming (laughs) live on Instagram right now, so Julie and I are trying to juggle all of our media. Indeed. But uh, we were... um, This is uh, day four, Mm -hmm. day four, and you can see Zoe in the back seat. (laughs) <laughs> with her, uh, if you're on the uh, Instagram live right now, and this is Real Estate <laughs> Coaching Radio, and we are going to be uh, broadcasting live every single day. This is not the normal podcast that we do. It's going to be a lot less formal, and mm. we are going to re- always focus it back in on real estate. And I have to say, from the long drive I had today, I was speaking of real estate, yes. uh, amazed by the difference in just not just the um, obviously the. Uh, Topography. The, the topography, but also the architecture. Yes. I mean, when you got into the different kinds of architecture that was going on across the country, it was uh, really amazing. And if you now, we, we of course know that because we've traveled before, but we've not spent that much time in this part of the United States. No, and we are, as we said, in New Mexico. And even from one end, Roswell is kind of towards the southern end up to where we are now in the northern end of uh, Taos, the architecture is, and the uh, scenery is just so dramatically different. Yeah, I know. It's, it's fascinating because when you and I have traveled to different parts of the world, there are no real distinct differences between, um, I would say, mostly residential home styles. They're mostly That's the true. same. There's and kind even, of a European look, and right. parts of Italy can look like parts of Croatia, for example. Yeah. And pretty much all the UK has similarities. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, Taos really does have Adobe style, pretty much everything. Everything. I mean, even it, apartment buildings. You know, it's funny though, when we were in uh, Roswell, uh, I couldn't, I shouldn't have been surprised, but the fact that there was a McDonald's, that was basically made in the shape of a <laughs> UFO, a UFO. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> even the streetlights had aliens. On them, <laughs> All right. Look, we're Hello. Gonna... My right, name so... is Zoe again. Okay. They'll, they'll remember you, Zoe. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, there's proof that we're broadcasting live. Indeed. With yeah. Zoe. So as I was thinking, Julie, as we were driving here, I was thinking as we were driving here that, um, you know, there's a lot of roadside uh, memorials. And it was fascinating where we'd be driving essentially in the desert in the plains before we started driving up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. You'd still see uh, clusters of flowers around crosses that were on the roadside. And they were not that frequent, fortunately, but they were definitely noticeably. And and the thing, it always fascinated me. And I I don't know I hadn't, I mean, I had this epiphany before, but never did I see it so, I think, uh, obvious Mm -hmm. was that with regards to you'd be driving along, you know, obviously we're blazing this and this car is really fast and we're driving with other really fast cars and we were doing 80, 90, 100 miles per hour through, you know, with nobody else around. And then all of a sudden there'd be this old, you know, whatever it was uh fence post or whatever and sure enough oh, yeah. someone at some at some point had killed themselves on that fence post by you know hitting it or hitting having a car accident near it and i mean it sounds dramatic but we did see that hey zoe chill sister 
We did see that more frequently yeah. than we didn't. And it's the same thing we see when we've traveled all over parts of the, the U.S. And I, I've got, I really, it became obvious to me that the reason that um, that happens is because when people are driving, they must somehow, when losing control of their vehicles, uh, start focusing on where they don't want to go. Because like, it's mostly on curves or into poles. or We see it in, in um, Puerto Rico where the road kind of gets a little narrower. It's almost like some kind of miscalculation, underestimation, looking at something they shouldn't be looking at. So I think your point is look where you want to go, not where you don't want to go. Well, it's a, it's from when I used to race cars. I did amateur sure. racing, and mm -hmm. I took a lot of... And I had to get certified, and you had to get your licenses, and you had to do your SCCA stuff. And I remember the... Uh, the instructors always said, look in the direction you want to go, not in the direction that your car is going. Right. And I thought that was, that's something that I don't know if they're intentionally being philosophical, but that's definitely true. Because in your life, if you don't, if you're looking in the direction that you're not wanting to go, for example, you know, if you're, if again, if you're headed towards some tree and that's where your focus goes, your subconscious mind is actually going to steer your car in that direction. And that's something I learned when mm -hmm. we were, you know, I was learning how to race cars right. same thing as you're, if you're sliding off the road the last thing you want to do is you want to if you start uh, looking in the direction that you're sliding you're going to have all kinds of problems and i think that's definitely true for people's lives as well yes and so as we were driving that came to mind as sort of a life lesson right yeah and the other of coaching for you and the other thing is because we're in such a different part of the world even for us having lived in texas is still pretty extreme yeah. with all the ranches the massive massive cow ran cattle ranches we saw and the massive just wild horse populations we saw. It was incredible. Uh, but, you know, we were listening to, um, actually we were listening mm. to some local radio, and we were, they were talking about the fact that, you know, the hog problem in Texas. Mm -hmm. And they were talking, actually this is a little bit of a podcast too, and it was a little bit of a, um, you know, a AM radio station we were just picking up as we were leaving Texas and we were moving or driving into New Mexico. Mm -hmm. They are talking about the fact that when wild or when normal farm-raised pigs I know this sounds crazy. Remember, this is real estate coaching me. <laughs> I'm just little think, did they know. I'm just thinking as I'm talking how yeah. insane this sounds if this I is know, the first I time know. someone's listened to this. <laughs> or they're watching us in, in Instagram thinking, what the hell is this having to do with real estate? Nothing really, but this is just something I'm sharing with all of you, and hopefully our longtime loyal listeners won't. We'll reel it in eventually. Exactly. We think Maybe. we will? Maybe. I don't know. Well, so yeah, they're talking about the fact that if your normal pig were to uh, escape it's uh, you know pig pen as it were, mm -hmm. uh, you know a normal hog leaves the the pig pen and doesn't have any hair, it doesn't have any tusks, it is so a like short your standard snout. Standard issue piggies basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. as you know the ones you you know from Wilbur from you know mm -hmm. whatever. As soon as that, as soon as the pigs were to escape, they actually within it's it's not even like months. It was I believe within weeks the pigs start actually physically changing. To the point where the pig that had no hair starts to grow long tufts of hair. Mm -hmm. They had their snouts get larger and they start to grow, uh, the males start to grow tusks. Don't they even change color to like normal Yeah, wild they, they said color? that. They said that. And they also said that there was, you know, four different kinds of pigs and none mm -hmm. of them were indigenous to Texas and all of them were brought in by, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the, I think they said, uh, uh, what was it, DeSoto, the, Spani yeah, the Spanish, the Spanish, Mexico, probably. exactly. We're bringing most of them in because when they're, you know, quote unquote, settling that part of uh, Texas, for example, or, you know, different parts of the coasts where they dropped them in off the Gulf Coast, that they wanted to, you know, populate that area and have to had to put in pigs so that the people that were going to eventually live there had something to hunt, right, mm -hmm. and eat. So in any event, I thought that was an interesting thing. Again, rolling into some sort of obscure mindset point that I'm getting to. Mm -hmm. But it is fascinating that you become the environment that you're around. And, and I'm not comparing, you know, people to pigs, but I mean, it's a good example. So if those pigs were in their previous, you know, 
uh, pig environment, right, of the, mm-hmm. you know, the pig pen, they are completely physically different than the they are when you put them in a different environment. So the pigs are in the pig pen. They're like you expect them to be. They're domesticated mm-hmm. farm animals to some degree. And then as soon as they set free, their snouts get bigger. Why do their snouts get bigger, by the way? Because they're rooting around for things to eat. They oh, eat the, here's the other thing mm-hmm. I remember. They said that the pigs will be... Um, they learn to not be around, they learn to be nocturnal. So mm-hmm. normal farm pigs aren't nocturnal, but yeah. as soon as they escape and they, something, cl- uh, you know, switch flips in their brains, they realize they have to start being nocturnal so they aren't seen by not predators other than humans. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fascinating? It's very interesting. I mean, and, and again, that goes back, that, again, that's an obscure mindset point, but I suppose. But you're a product of your environment. You're I a think product of your environment. At. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the other thing I'm noticing as we're driving into different parts of the country is that um, people really, really inc- look really different. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> I mean, you know, where we are in Talos, New Mexico, we're seeing a lot of people that obviously exercise. And this is, a, you yeah. know, in the winter, this place is all about, you know, uh, skiing. It's and a this, sporty environment. Right. Kind of. And you can tell that people look massively different than some yeah. of the other places we've, uh, we've been, true. you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how my head w- or my brain went from talking about pigs know. to talking about people, but. I don't know. You may need a break. I may need a break, yeah. <laughs> but so what are you observing from our experience thus far? Um, you know, I, I was thinking about, you know, we started the day in Roswell because, you know, we have kind of a fleeting, you know, interest in this whole alien business, and we've, we've followed that from time to time. And, and, you know, the reporting on that varies from the sublime to the ridiculous for sure. And a lot of it was very campy, but then there's also the scientific stuff. I forget the name of where we went to this, the... UFO Museum and Scientific Research Center, which was also very, uh, you know, roadside campy type of thing. But I, what I was noticing, uh, A, was there a, was a lot of uh, sort of overly interested guys looking. I think they were spending like the whole day there looking. No, at it was stuff. it was a people were staying for like several days there to go to all the all alien tchotchke alien stores. Stuff. Yes. I mean, I, frankly, I was ready to get out of there after about 15 minutes. I know. So it's like, OK, so there's there's that. But then I also was noticing, like, maybe because some of the displays were so artsy-fartsy, you know, put together, is is how skeptical in general people are. Like, oh, you know, that's just, that's just a myth or whatever. And yet there's this scientific stuff the government is putting out about actual Navy officers observing actual, uh, you know, I think they've renamed them. They're not UFOs anymore. They're something else that sounds a little less threatening. So I, I was just... Kind of was watching you're talking about behavior. that report that came out two weeks yeah. ago yeah yeah so the, in case you guys don't know this frankly if you don't know it you're probably going to live a long you'll healthy life you'll be fine you don't <laughs> need to know this but if you're just mildly curious there was a report that came out i think it was two weeks ago that t- that i frankly didn't really reveal anything but in essence it, it basically said the government is acknowledging the fact that there's, I think they're UAEs, right? Uh, yes, yeah. unidentified something. Right, when you do that, Julie, you're going to make the fan speed. You're going to make the fan uh, louder, right? So we're going to go with that. So the reality of it is is that they are admitting now that there's some UAEs, and they are admitting right now that the fact is that the people are going to, uh, you know, they're going to have to eventually come to terms with the heck these things are. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, all right, I'll turn on the air conditioning since you're nicely complaining. <laughs> all right, so. As, it's fine. Yeah, there you go. Better? Um, yes. Thank you. We're, we're going from being in the sun to air conditioning. And, and remember where we were when we started the day, it was 100 degrees and now it's yes. 72. Yes. Right. So as far as the alien stuff goes, who knows, right? I who knows? Just curious to see how people take in the information and, you know, put it in the grinder and what they end up thinking about it. So that's where we started the day. And then we just arrived here in Taos, which is beautiful. We went through an incredible rain shower 
maybe lasted, I don't know, 20 minutes. And the temperature dropped 30 degrees. Yeah. And so, of course, Zoe wanted to know if it was going to snow. It dropped 30 <laughs> degrees in like five minutes. It was amazing. Snow. It might snow, Zoe. You Just be patient. Know. We, we might mountains. get some snow. Yep. But it, but it uh, smells really good because there's so many um, just so different weird. plants. It's weird to you, but it's normal to uh, people who live around here. And it's, it's just refreshing. So that's part of our big adventure. But, you know, when we were driving through so many, when we're all that land on either side of the road, and I was thinking, I hope that people have the opportunity to see not just, you know, there's the open road, that's fine, but not just hundreds of acres or thousands of acres. I'm pretty sure we were looking at millions of acres oh, on either side. And it would have a little ranch entrance, so-and-so's ranch, but you couldn't really tell what they were ranching until you looked way off hundreds of acres and you'd see a herd of tiny little dots, which had to be cattle. You know, I mean, these are major operations. Do you remember when we were in Montana, and this was years ago, and we were in Big Sky, and we were looking, it was uh, around the 4th of July, which is ironically around the same time right. that we're here, and I remember looking up at the sky, and you could actually see, because the sky was so clear, you could actually see the bend of the yes, atmosphere. Yes, I think and the, we might, if it Do you remember that, though? Yes. That was amazing. So, amazing. so what we experienced when we were driving here was something very similar, because I, obviously you couldn't see the curvature of the earth from, you know, the ground level, but you... The, the fact that you could see for so many miles, and those yes. had to be hundreds of, I mean, it's even possible it was even more than that, that we were able to see on both sides. Mm -hmm. And it's it's extraordinary, too, because we, we were often out there driving by ourselves, mm -hmm. and nobody else was driving there. Zoe, can you chill, sister? Doing your best? <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> she's, she's been in the car yeah. for five hours. She's doing good, though. Yeah, so I mean, that was th those are the types of things visually that once you see them, it sort of does cause something internal. At least I feel it. It's amazing to give you a bit of a hard reset. It does. Uh, you know, it's good to be just out in a different environment, seeing different things. So that's pretty much our uh, take on the day. This was not a super long driving day. We're still in the same state, for example. Um, but uh, we're staying in a lovely place, by the way. If you guys yeah. ever get up here to Taos, El Monte Sagrado, which I believe means the Sacred Mountain. So. Uh, and I think there's a spa around here somewhere, so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see uh -huh. what you're working towards. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Where are we going after this? What's the next destination? I think we'll walk around Taos. Oh, after this, we'll yep. be driving north to Colorado and eventually end up in Estes Park. So maybe we stay in Taos maybe tomorrow, too? Yeah. I'm yeah. down with that. Okay. And we'll go up to Estes Park. And then after that, we're going to definitely head towards Montana. Indeed. Okay. That so we'll, we'll give, if you are in or around Taos, New Mexico, and you want to hang out for Julie and I, we'll be here. And Zoe, who's about the end of her her um, patience, level. patience I think she's about to blow a baby fuse so we're gonna have to run uh, this podcast a little bit early yes so Zoe you have anything you want to say here's your microphones you want to say anything little girl so yeah, yeah go ahead talk no, no, don't be silly what do you want to say about what do you think about the trip so far this is so funny we're at a really fancy hotel but we're in the car right now that's right that is funny why are we at a really fancy hotel and still sitting in the car that was a good observation good point so Zoe what do you think so we're listening to a book called the graveyard book yes by Neil Gaiman G-A-I-M-A-N and Zoe what do you think about the book I like it you like it or love it Okay, can you t tell everyone what the book is about? <laughs> it's pretty complicated. It is, and this is the second or third time that we, you and I have listened yeah. to it. It's Zoe's first time. But uh, if you guys have a chance to listen to something that's off of the real estate yeah, menu, which is good time. for you. Yep. The it's the graveyard book. Well, we're finishing the book. Yeah, Probably we tomorrow. are finishing the book. Did we already finish it? No, Almost. tomorrow, sweetie. Oh. Tomorrow. Yep. 
So there you go. Yes. That's today's podcast. We're going to wrap. We're going to, when we have a little bit more to talk about with you guys, we certainly will. But in the meantime, uh, thank you for all your great feedback on our experience so far. And we are on the road for two months and we're obviously visiting different towns and communities. We're going to be podcasting live every workday and we're going to be sharing with you some of our experiences. We are posting a ton of pictures on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're not following us on Instagram, it's at Tim and Julie Harris. And this podcast should have been streamed live on Instagram and hopefully this is another way for us to communicate with all of you our experience. What are you doing? You know this camera's working. They're watching you. That's because I want to say something. Okay, go ahead and say something. So, if you have any kids who like Marvel, a thing that they definitely like is Micropops. Micropops, okay. Marvel uh, Micropops. And they're superheroes from Marvel. Marble, and I have this one. All right, that's very cool, Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. All right, you guys have a fantastic day. And again, follow us on Instagram. If you guys want to meet up with us, you can text me at 512-758-0206, and we'll figure out a way to have our, our paths cross. Have a fantastic day. We'll give you your next live update from the road tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.